What's up, everybody? This is Carmine Davis. You're listening to The Carmine Davis Show. What the fuck is up? Okay, I ain't even gonna hold you. I am so late and far between because my computer crashed. I'm having so many technical difficulties. Like, the devil is so busy, bitch. Like, he is so busy. But you know what I always say? Fuck you, devil. Fuck you, Satan. Okay. Um, let's just hop into it. Um, before we do that, make sure you guys follow, rate, subscribe, um, and review this podcast. I don't know if you guys are new to the show or not, or you one of those weird stalkers, you know, whatevs. But make sure you do all that. Um, let's hop into it. Okay. So you guys know that we've been following our Kelly trial and our seems like you're ready uh, saga. Um, so we're going to hop into that first, but then the second hot topic that we got going on is hot, fresh, and disgusting. Actually, these are both about some of our, like, um, R&B's kings, fallen kings. So, okay. Um... But R. Kelly first. She thought she was there to interview R. Kelly. Instead, she was allegedly imprisoned, drugged, and raped. The woman testified she feared coming forward after being told by the singer's associates, don't fuck with Mr. Kelly. All right, so uh, here we go. Okay, so when a 21-year-old radio station intern flew from Salt Lake City to Chicago in 2003, she thought she was on her way to an interview that would jumpstart her broadcasting career. Instead, she said she was locked in a room for days, deprived of food and water, and raped while unconscious by the very man she thought she'd be interviewing R. Kelly. I was scared, she said. Um, the woman now known as Sanja, she was 39. I was ashamed and I was embarrassed. Sanja, one of the several women Kelly is accused of sexually assaulting, testified Thursday in the Brooklyn Federal Court where the singer is facing charges of sex trafficking and racketeering. He has pleaded not pleaded not guilty. Um, Sonja, who was identified in court only by her first name, told the jury she was met the she has met the R&B singer outside of a Utah mall. Um, the young radio intern had heard she he was doing an in- appearance and approached him for an interview. It would have been my first big celebrity interview. She said, I thought it would really just kickstart my career. Arrangements were eventually made for her to fly to his Chicago studio, but as soon as she arrived, Sandra began feeling uncomfortable. She said an employer of of, uh, Kelly's had greeted her and asked her some crazy questions, including whether she needed protection, a question she did not initially understand. Um, then he just came out and said, do you need a condom? Sandra testified. I said, no, I'm not here for that. Sandra said she was then asked for her ID and cell phone from which the employee wrote down several phone numbers of her family members and friends from her recent call list. Wait. She was then made to sign a non-disclosure agreement, which she said she did not read in full because the room was too dark. As another employee went through her luggage, she was informed of several rules she had to follow while there, including that she wasn't allowed to look up or talk to anybody during R. Kelly's test trial. 
No, to anybody. During Kelly's trial, several women have testified that they were subjected to extremely controlling, oppressive, and violent behavior while in the singer's company. Sonja says she was then left alone in a room inside the studio. A few minutes later, when she realized she could not open the door, she became frightened. It was locked from the outside, she said. Sonja spent the next three or four days locked in the room. And she said, banging on the door and repeatedly calling the studio's reception to be let out. There were no windows and no bathrooms. Um, whenever she had to use the toilet, she would have to call reception and be escorted there. Sometimes an employee would make her leave the bathroom door open while she was in there, she said. Um, she said she wasn't given anything to eat or drink or for at least two days, and then she was offered Chinese food and a cup of Sprite. Despite being very hungry, she said she became extremely full and tired after consuming very little. The next thing she remembered was waking up on the couch. Her underwear was hanging on the couch arm, and there was a wet white fluid on her thighs and a vaginal area. It felt like there was something had been inside of her, she said. Kelly was in the corner, Sandra said, doing up his pants. Despite having been unconscious, Sandra said she quickly began came to believe she had been sexually assaulted. It just made me feel like something happened to me. She said, I know my body. I know when something's not right. Disoriented, she approached Kelly. She said, he grabbed my butt with both hands and pulled me closer. Kelly then told her he'd be back. She said, but he never returned. A few minutes later, one of his employees entered the room, apologized, and said Kelly wouldn't be returning because some things came up. He told her she could go home. But first, she testified she was made to sign a non-disclosure, a second non-disclosure um, agreement before she could leave, which the employee punctuated with a threat. He said, don't fuck with Mr. Kelly. The employee allegedly told Sonja not to tell anyone about what happened, saying they had been they had her address and phone number as well as those of several of her family members and friends and the name of her infant child who was back at home with her family. Um uh okay. I'm going to get to my I'm going to tell you how I feel later. Hold on. Okay, Kelly's defense team quiz Sonja on why she did not use her cell phone to call the police while she was being held in the room. That's what I was thinking. Like she never said they took the phone, right? Like sidebar, like they never said that they took the phone. They just got the numbers off the phone. I don't know y'all. I don't know. Um, to call the police, they, they asked her, why didn't she use the phone to call the police? And while she was being held in the room, um, to which she said she didn't think they would believe her. And she was worried about the singer's team having her loved one's information. I fear she said that became more explicit following the threat from the employee. I didn't think anyone would believe me, she said. 16 years later, when the docuseries Surviving R. Kelly aired, Sonja retained an attorney and told her story to federal prosecutors. Sonja's testimony is the first time during the trial Kelly has been accused of what was implied to be drugging and raping a victim. Although prosecutors never explicitly used the word drug, Kelly's defense attorney, Devereaux Koenig, or Kanik or whatever. I need to learn this person's name because I've been talking about this person for weeks and I do not know how to say their name. Attempted to cast doubt on Sandra's testimony to her due to her lack of memory from being unconscious during that alleged rape, the alleged rape. 
At one point, Kanink also questioned whether it was the food that made Sandra drowsy. Was it MSG? He asked. There is no scientific evidence that um, MSG, an ingredient often used in Chinese food, has any negative health effects or causes fatigue, and such claims are largely rooted in racism. Um, How do you know it was the food that made you... How do you know it was the food that... How do you know it wasn't the food that made you drowsy? Kanink asked Sandra. Um... What else could it have been? She responded. Also on Thursday, another alleged victim, Anna, testified about her abusive relationship with Kelly, which went on from the late 2016 to 2018, starting when she was 19 or 20. Like many of the other accusers, Anna said Kelly forced her to follow strict rules, spanked her when she was broke, when she broke them, and made her have unwanted sexual intercourse with himself as well as other alleged victims. Like other women, he allegedly also forced her to write letters that contain damaging untruths as a form of collateral, including one that falsely stated her father had molested her and another that claimed her mother was blackmailing Kelly. Kelly would occasionally make Anna record videos of herself as punishment, she testified, including ones where she would where she was made to walk back and forth while naked and calling herself a stupid slut. In another video, Anna said Kelly made her be sexual and seductive with bodily fluids. She did not further specify what she was made to do in the video, but another alleged victim, which we talked about on another show, um, previously testified Kelly made her make a video as punishment in which she smeared her face with feces. Okay, what a mess. Okay, so first of all, Again, another story with a bunch of holes in it. I can't, I can't keep coming on the show telling y'all how I don't believe all these girls. I want to start off by saying that I do believe that R. Kelly is a sexual deviant. I do believe that R. Kelly has a problem. I believe that he needs to do time. Um, I do believe, I believed him the first time people started talking about it um, in the 90s. Before I even knew what the fuck sexual, a sexual predator was, I knew that R. Kelly was it. So I don't understand how you as a broadcast journalist could go up to him by yourself, let him fly you out, let him trap you as he starts, people start asking you questions about if you want a rubber or not. You know what I mean? Like what part, what part were you missing? Like, you don't, and at first, you know, I talked, I talked previously in a, a previous show about how I felt like maybe some people, a lot of these girls were not wrapped too tightly, but you were, uh, and you a reporter you wanted you had you wanted to be a broadcaster what about the scenario any of that made you feel like it was okay this is the place that i need to be this is going to be you didn't even see r kelly and a nigga comes up to you and asks you do you do you want to use condoms bitch like i would have grabbed one one um if i was going to interview anybody or go anywhere my girls know about it you know what I'm saying? Like, bitch, hey, you know, girl, you know, I got this interview with R. Kelly. Whoop the whoop, bitch. Yeah, I'm about to blow up, but you know, they say. Girl, right, girl, bitch. <laughs> okay, girl. Okay, so look. 
I'm going to call your phone and hit a bunch of buttons, bitch. I don't give a fuck. Hang up and call 911 and get their stat, bitch. Oh, yeah, girl. He flying me out. I'm going to, um, boom. I'm going to hang, op- call, you know, answer the phone and I'm going to throw it across the room. And if you hear some shit, bitch, hang up and call 911. Like, you give me, like, it's, I, how come you didn't use your, and then, okay, when the shit started going weird and you just woke up. Then R. Kelly left, right? Allegedly, you got nut in your pussy. Oh, fuck no. Girl, I would have grabbed... Nothing would have made me not grab that phone at that point. How would you... At that point, How at least have 911 come and get you. They don't have to believe your story. I don't know. Okay, so let me move on. Okay, so this is another fallen R&B king. Um... This one involves, this is from lovebiscott.com. Shout out to lovebiscott.com. Um, this one is regarding singer Jaheem and fuck Jaheem, okay? Um, this is disgusting. This is equally as disgusting. Um, R&B singer Jaheem arrested for animal cruelty, accused of starving 14 dogs um, in his home, one found dead. Now, this is disgusting. For real, like these niggas are nasty. Are the worst type of niggas in the world. Um, R&B singer Jaheem Hoagland was arrested on animal cruelty charges after police discovered 15 dogs living in deplorable conditions at his New York, New Jersey home. Um, some of the poor animals were discovered locked in crates with feces. Um, oh my God. Uh, cops went to his to Hogland's home Monday morning to investigate investigate a report of a puppy in distress, and ended up finding six dogs in the driveway. Authorities said one of the dogs was initially unresponsive, uh, responsive in a water filled crate, and later had to be euthanized, according to the Somerset County Prosecutor's Office. This motherfucker. Um, additional dogs were found inside of separate crates, which were partially filled with several inches of water and dog feces. Prosecutors said in a news release, um, Hogland 44 was placed under arrest outside the Hillsborough home, even before cops found another disturbing scene on his property. While caring for the dogs outside, officers heard barking coming from inside the house and went there to find nine more dogs in varying stages of emaciation emaciation um, and without oh my god without access to food or water according to the release what the fuck two of the dogs were taken to an emergency vet clinic for treatment because of their poor condition authorities said all 14 surviving dogs were eventually taken to long hill kennel in hills hillsborough oh my god 12 of the dogs including the ones who were died were mixed breed pitbull terriers oh my god i have pitbull terriers Prosecutors said two were American Staffordshire Terriers and one was a mixed breed boxer, they said. Oh, my God. Hoagland, also known, also known as Jaheem, released his debut album in 2001 and had several hits in the years that followed, including Put That Woman First, Anything, and Fabulous. According to Billboard, his 2006 album, Ghetto Classics, peaked at number one on the Billboard 200 uh, chart. Oh my God, y'all, I'm so sick. The platinum selling artist is now charged with third degree animal cruelty and failure to provide necessary care to animal. Um, to an animal. He was booked into the Somerset County Jail pending a court hearing. You have to be a certain kind of sick to have 14 starving 
plus one dead dog in your home. Like, what the fuck? Y'all look at this mugshot. Okay, you guys can read that article along with the um, um, the BuzzFeed News article about R. Kelly. I'm over it. What the fuck is wrong with you niggas? Like, I have two babies. No wonder people look at me like, I'm beating these fucking dogs every time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, people don't think that. They can clearly see my my girls are spoiled and happy. But you know what I'm saying? Like, when they see a nigga in, in a pit bull or a pit bull breed or something like that or American Staffish or Terrier like I have or, you know what I'm saying? Like, they think, they think shit like this is going on because niggas do stupid shit like this all the time. Like, you niggas are disgusting. I'm so over it. Like, what would possess you? What would possess you to fuck with a dog? Like, and leave them in harsh conditions and just leave them there. Like, what the fuck were you doing? This motherfucker is mentally unstable. Like, his only excuse is that he was in there, he had just woken up from... Uh, fucking blacked out for, for weeks or some shit like that. Like, what the fuck can you do with 16 dogs, let alone have them all in cages and like sit there and have them dead? Like, not even fighting them. They didn't, he didn't have them just, just sick. Like, just having them watch, like, oh my God. Defenseless dogs. They should have tore him the fuck up. Living and swimming in feces. That's horrible. Am I the only one like shocked? I thought. I'm not shocked, actually. Jaheem does his his eyes. You know, and I always say, if I'm attracted to him, he's crazy. Uh, you know, I said last week that I had a crush on R. Kelly. He was my first celebrity crush. Um, and to Jaheem, I always love Jaheem. I listen to anything all the time with him and R.L. from... Um, uh, what's the name of that group? Next. That's who we need to check on, RL. I wanted RL to come on the show, but he has not hit me back. He read my messages and have not hit me back. RL, what's good? RL, what's good? You know, take a shot. There's a drinking game going on. Every time I use a Nicki Minaj reference, you have to take a shot. So that's one that I remember. But anyway, so I don't know. I don't know, y'all. I'm I'm actually done for the day. Like, that's the show this week. I don't know. I don't know. I I can't. I don't know, y'all. Let's do one more hot topic. And I'm not going to do any other artist spotlight. I'm just, let's just do um, a show full of hot topics, okay? Um, some more mess. 
Jordan Woods. Jordan Woods. This is coming from lovebscott.com. Um, Jordan Woods accused of faking her weight loss journey. <laughs> Jordan Woods is promoting her new fitness app and fans are outraged over it. Jordan Woods is proud of her body transformation as she promotes her new fitness app. Fans, however, don't think that her weight loss was natural, accusing the former Life of Kylie star of undergoing surgery to get slimmer. In an Instagram post on Tuesday, September 7th, Jordan shared with her 12 million followers a before and after picture of herself. I look back and I have to realize I've come a long way and it didn't happen overnight. I can't believe... I'm posting this, but this really, this is really me and this is my journey. Jordan started her message in the caption. Hopefully this can inspire some of you. It all started with a lot of mental and emotional work and the physical came with it. We all start, we all start somewhere. The former best friend of Kylie Jenner continued before promoting her fitness app first place. Um, for me, transformation was a gradual change from the inside out. I want you to experience all the first place represents in mind, body, and spirit. That's why we are launching our first ever challenge with first place. However, fans were not convinced that Jordan actually worked hard to get her current body shape as they believe that the social media person personally earned that through cosmetic surgery. Jordan Woods started starting a fitness app and acting like she didn't get surgery done is sending me. The BBL girls are so unhinged. <laughs> One critic wrote in a viral tweet, not Jordan Woods spreading false hope for weight loss on IG. It's, incre <laughs> it's incredibly irresponsible and irritating that these celebrities are crediting fitness when 98% of them have had work done. Someone echoed the sentiment. Um, Jordan's Woods got a BBL and is telling y'all she worked out. Please help me. Another user added. Another tweet read, Jordan Woods know she wrong for using her before and after to promote her workout program. Shake my head. Exactly why girls are insecure and self-conscious about their body shapes. I like Jordan Woods, but did she really go to the internet and say her reflection on her new book look was a weight loss journey when my girl's been through a couple of surgeries in order to look the way she does now. One other person noted, none against BBLs, because shit, if I had the money, so would I. But why lie? Jordan has yet to comment on the accusations. Jordan has since deleted the post from Instagram. You can still take a look at the photos and the link below in this, um, um, in this uh, description, uh, as well as some of the comments underneath. Lordy. Okay, as far as this is concerned, okay, so let me get this straight. Uh, I, it's not, I talk about this a lot on the show. Y'all give those Jenner and Kardashian girls so much, so much passes. This baby can't start a, a app. Clearly, all of these bitches are builder bitches. You know what I'm saying? Like, None of them, there's nothing real about them. And that's okay because they can afford it. Um, you bitches got to get to work. Kylie Jenner just made billion, a billion dollars off of a lip kit. She didn't have lips three years ago. And that's the reality of it. I know this, but it's facts. She didn't have lips. I'm not sure if this bitch even got her pussy lips. You know what I'm saying? Like, she went and bought it. But it's okay. A whole makeup line. Her whole face is completely bought and purchased. This poor girl goes and gets her body a little shaved and sunk in. And this poor black girl, and y'all can't, she can't have an app. That don't mean she don't, she don't get her sweat on. 
And that don't mean you can't either. And that don't mean she can't get her money up. I support it. I'm going to support her. Um, I do think that there is a issue going on with people and social media, but I believe it's you bitches. Uh, even since we were young, ever since the beginning of time, what we've seen in magazines and photos and videos have always been altered. Why the fuck do y'all keep spending y'all's time comparing yourselves to people? It's human nature. It's human nature. Like how, like Jordan said, baby, you have to do the work on yourself. This is just an app. This is just another app to add to your started by a black woman. Do you know what I'm saying? Like this is a, a black woman's fitness app. She couldn't have, she couldn't have sold it looking the way she did before. So boom, this is her marketing and she went and got it done. Y'all buy it or not. The same thing with Kylie. She, the way she looked before, she could have loved beauty before, but she knew that she was not that beauty girl. So in order to be that girl, she had to cut the mustard pay a little bit, look a little bit to make you dumb bitches believe that it's, you know, something that you can aspire to be, which you never would be. Get y'all's own shit. Use, use this app to be the best you can be. Don't, why would you want to look like her? Use the app, use the tools, get on your fitness, go to Planet Fitness, go to Lifetime Fitness and use this girl's app and get your shit together. Until you can get the money to get a BBL or get a facelift, get a lip injection and whatever you need, bitch, ball until you, you know, crawl before you ball. Buy the app or don't. Don't stop tearing people down. You know what I mean? Or, or tear them all down. Let's be honest. Khloe Kardashian has had a whole new face transplant. We don't know what this bitch looks like. But she's allowed to sell makeup products i think that bitch was on a uh, activia commercial the other day or some shit like y'all let them bitches hustle these plastic bitches get everything plastic white bitches but jordan gonna get a bbl and this bitch is getting drug on the internet i don't want to hear that bullshit i don't want to hear that bullshit i'm gonna get in this show this is just this was straight hot topics and I'm really exhausted. I'm really tired. I like I told, I'm moving. So y'all have to forgive me. Um, I'm rebuilding and also building a fucking studio. So we can finally do some things. Um, I gotta go. I I cannot with y'all dragging Miss Jordan Woods. Like and I think they're giving out the BBLs at and at the 7-Eleven in Casablanca. I mean, in Calabasas anyway. So, like, I don't know. I gotta go, child. I'll talk to y'all later. All right. Uh, I love y'all. Make sure y'all follow, rate, subscribe, review this podcast, and um, I'll talk to y'all later, child. My head hurts. I love y'all. Bye.